They accept all my imperfections. Sorry for the disconnection, but here's all the missing sections. You know Mega Brand came equipped with weapons. I don't mean Smith and Wesson's, but the gun smoke will choke ya. We do it for the culture. Lights of the round controllers up in holsters. It's a beautiful world. I'm smelling everything. Take flight and soar on legendary wings. No swagger from Mike Hagger. Wrestler turned mega, turned teacher, turned rapper with mad gear. Leveled up from last year. Trust me, it's dynamite from the third strike to final fight. Dog going stay locked in since 83, way past 2010. You never heard of this live ass. The Cap County podcast. Dog going stay locked in since 83, past 2K10. You never heard of this live ass. The Cap County podcast. Welcome to the Capcom Unity official podcast, episode 31. <laughs> I am Greg Mann. I'm joined once again by the illustrious Brett Helston. Boo. And Harrison Young. Yay. It's our returning champion from last week's, mm. which was actually two weeks ago. But if you're listening to this... If you're listening to this last week, then it would have yeah. been... Did that joke weeks. Did that joke remain while I was not on no, the show? No, we dropped it. Okay. Well, good. Like a bag of laundry. That you drop. It's good to be back, guys. Summer is uh, starting to wrap up. I saw people were uh, heading back to school in this area today. Today is the first day back, apparently. It's very sad. That's like a full month earlier than uh, how it was growing up. We usually went back in mid-August, like mid to late. But then it was so hot, and the schools didn't have air conditioning. Uh So for the first month and a half, we would only have half days. Mm -hmm. And then through... September we would still have uh like three quarter days because it's like it is inhospitable to Man. be in the classroom couldn't they have just postponed the start of school a month impossible that's what we did impossible Greg it was great anyway um gotta be in class <laughs> clock's ticking so <laughs> if you've skipped ahead let's start our <laughs> Capcom news segment here uh there's a lot of news going down Street Fighter we announced Vega the Spanish ninja <laughs> is making his return in Street Fighter V. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys saw that coming. You can't have a game without Vega, unless it's three. And uh, <laughs> he's actually less charge-based now. He's a he's a motion input character. I'm pretty excited about that. As someone charge-averse. He is really cool. That's I, I got to say, he is. Mm-hmm. I am pretty stoked for this character. Yep. Um, he's kind of a, I don't know. A lame character, in my opinion, in Street Fighter Four. This mm. this mm. just brings out the full character that is Vega. I think. What do you think the difference is? I mean, just releasing him as a char- as a non charge character mm-hmm. is just it makes his you know his strengths more apparent, like his walk speed, his mm-hmm. pokes, things like that. It makes that just even more powerful. He's got pokes. He's oh yeah, got pokes for days. Yeah, it just seems like when you watch someone play, like when. In the office, like, even... I'm not a Vega player, so I don't really know the ins and outs of how he works and moves. But, like, just watching someone play, it was like, oh, this is different. Yeah. Like this this immediately seems like you'll approach the whole scenario differently than if it was like, well, 4, he's kind of like he was in 2, but with a couple of tweaks here and there. Whereas 5 just seems like a completely different ball game? Mm, Good Vega? Video game. Video game. Yes. Got it. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Resident Evil, the Resident Evil Zero t-shirt contest wages on. 
we are in stage two, meaning uh, so each stage they choose a winning T-shirt design, which will actually be put in the game, uh, wearable uh, by Rebecca Chambers. They've so they've uh, confirmed one. We've on, we're on to the second stage now, and uh, you, there's still time to vote for your favorite designs or submit your own design if you think you can do better. And anyone who votes will get early free access to DLC, so it's worth voting. Where do, they, where do they go to vote or submit, Greg? Uh, go to residentevil.com slash t-shirt. <laughs> and uh, it, the, the rest is pretty self-explanatory. Just pe- uh, follow the... Yes. Surprised the T didn't peak the levels the Prompts there, available in sure. a number of languages. If you understand the one we're speaking now, we got you covered. The um, one I saw today, uh, I don't know if that's one of the ones fans submitted or up there, but it's a raccoon hiding under an umbrella umbrella. That's in the, that's in the running Man, right it's now. it's really cute. Place your votes, guys. A plus. Mm-hmm. Please tell me one of the shirts is the Rebecca Chambers Inception, where it's just her <laughs> wearing a shirt, wearing a shirt, wearing a shirt. I don't know if that one made the final <laughs> cut, but that was popular around the office for sure. I am yeah. personally going to get for that shirt. shirt made for me personally. It doesn't <laughs> make it that far. Are you going to have her on it, or are you going to have like oh, the Harrison gonna be version? The Harrison version. <laughs> wow, that's a, that'd be good. Harris, uh, Harrison version. I'll get one made for everybody in the office. It's your face <laughs> <laughs> wearing that shirt. I like it. Meanwhile, in perhaps more uh, groundbreaking news, uh, they confirmed today prof- uh, professor, <laughs> producer, Hiro <laughs> uh, Aisisong. Uh, he, he's been uh, very hands-on on Facebook over the last couple weeks, taking the time out of his day to, to brave the English language and... Uh, post that we are working on a Resident Evil 2 remake. So yay. I'll cue in some yay sound effects. But um, that was just announced today in a video that he put up on Facebook. Make sure you watch that. Um, but we do it. Confirmed. We do it. Hashtag we do it 2015. Yeah, it's obviously a long time coming and it's a thing that people have been asking for even well before either any of us got here like pretty much ever since that re one remake was announced or came out in o two the next logical place your mind goes is oh the yeah. two is next, mm-hmm. and then it didn't happen for over a decade yeah uh so this is pretty cool, but then as this is an example of like you know the sending the r e reports and you know we've both included in those reports like hey uh people really uh keep bringing this up over and over and over again and if you go back and look in 2012, I think, when we were talking about RE6, I think H is the one uh, he mentioned, like, oh, if there's fan support for RE2 remake, we would consider it. Yeah. Um, and then this is, like, this is how slow the wheel can yeah, turn Yeah, wheels turn slowly, but they turn. Like, anyone who works in a company that's larger than two people can know how, like, mm-hmm. things take time to get moving. So mm-hmm. uh, this is a case of, like, a really cool piece of news that was shared basically as it happened. So as he mentions in the video, uh, don't expect, like, a... Uh, uh, trailer or screenshots and even in the next month or so six months i don't even know like it, it's yeah. it's so early um but you're getting you're getting the info practically as it, yeah. as it happens i mean so. yeah, as he says like he he just submitted a proposal to his boss and that got the go ahead so we're talking super early yeah um, there's no there's screens, no, time frame there's no like anything. character model of leon floating somewhere like there's nothing so It'll be exciting to see what it looks like when it totally. does happen. But in the meantime, uh, RE Zero is your uh, yeah. That'll yeah. tide you over. That's going to be fun if you if you like the you know 
the remake style. Like if you if you enjoyed the RE1 remake, this is very much in the same vein. It's sort of a companion piece. It seemed inevitable, uh, but that comes out early next year. And until then, you can vote for your favorite T-shirt. <laughs> Check out the Umbrella Raccoon one. I, yeah, I, well, I'm and there's pu- also I'm pulling for that one. Um, during uh, one of the other perks of this contest is if you take part at all, um, you you get access to uh, these developer diaries that are going up on YouTube. Yeah. And eventually, each of those goes up, uh, you know, publicly. But you get early. You can re- view it early. They give you the YouTube link. And uh, th- that's really cool. You know, they they have the director of RE Zero from back in the day uh, returning as director for this remastering, uh, and they have some nice little behind the scenes tidbits, including a pretty in depth look at the N sixty four prototype version, mm-hmm. which is a yeah, like nice one of the little. that most recent one is like a really thorough, like long look at it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Pretty good looking sixty four game. Yeah. So if you like the. Uh the comparison video that we did, it definitely, and you want to see more of that prototype version, mm-hmm. definitely got to gotta vote and get that link because there's a lot of stuff in there. Just do it. Mm. Hashtag Gregoman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in Mega Man news, the Mega Man Legacy Collection is very close to its initial release on PS4, Xbox One, and PC digitally for $14.99. Um, that comes out August 25th, so yeah. it's a couple weeks away. Unless you're listening to this two weeks from now, right? Which, in which case a new episode will be out, and then we'll be telling you it's out now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 15 bucks, you get Mega Man's Mega Men 1 through 6, uh, so basically the NES collection. And uh, then there's also a 3DS version coming early next year. And we were happy to announce uh, very recently that physical versions of the PS4, Xbox One, and 3DS uh, collection will also be coming early next year for twenty nine ninety nine. And that's one of those things. Uh, again, you know, you kind of gauge things as they go, and then when you know sometimes new opportunities arise, and in this case, it did. So we have physical. There was not originally going to be physical, and now there is. So. That's if why you're delay an announcement of it. Disc inclined, then uh, you know, just hold off a little longer, or or double dip. I guess I could also add uh, another contest that's running simultaneously. It's one of seven contests we have going today. <laughs> uh, this one is a Mega Man Legacy Collection fan art contest, which uh, you can email to contest at capcom dot com. Uh, if you're hearing this, you have literally just the day this posts to get an entry in mm-hmm. because uh, the contest is over. That's why I didn't even put it in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just reminding in case by some chance. Uh, if you didn't, it's probably too late, but for what it's worth, we got some good <laughs> entries in. But the point was to reimagine uh, the box art to one through six. You could submit one entry because uh, in North America especially, but you, same same for Europe, uh, all the box arts like changed art style presentation logo like it was all all over the place because mm-hmm. those days were very much a wild west style approach to game boxes and game art uh it's pretty fascinating evolution too yeah. you've got just like completely alienated like no obviously no source material mm. just like make them look like something out of logan's run yeah with some like cyber palm trees yep and then you got something kind of on model except really off still but at least the colors are right yeah it's like, it's all each of them is weird in its own way all the way up to 
arguably five, but six is really the first one that's like that. That's Mega Man. Yeah, six, five is even like he looks a little, little weird. Well, like three is when they like they sort of try to yeah. adopt the Japanese look, but they like this. No one had ever heard of like anime or anything, yeah. so you just like get this weird Munchkin dude. He still just has this face that's like stop it. Yeah. That's not his. That's not his face. Looks like he got into the Botox. <laughs> Uh, and then four is like different. It's the same art, but in Europe the face is different, and it's closer to a Japanese style like art. Mm. But then our face still looks like this weathered guy who's tanned a lot. <laughs> but then he's still got the the, the proportions Too of the of years Mega in Man. Hollywood. It's it's so weird. And then Pharaoh Man's hanging out in the background on top of a pyramid. Uh, <laughs> but he at least is right on model. Like he looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that that's that art contest. But like Greg said, that's it's basically over by the time this posts. But it, it had been running for six weeks. It's worth patting ourselves on the back for having done it. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, we'll be posting uh, the six winners, and uh, there was a lot of good ones. So be on the lookout. Uh, around the time the game launches, we probably also announce the winners. So. Yeah, well, we've also been trickling out uh, the official key art for each game. Yeah, our, we worked with this artist, uh, Chumba, who's done a lot of stuff for us, uh, as well as these six pieces of art where uh, I, I, what I, wanted, I wanted to like give some you know uh, inspirational... Uh, guidance like kind of like this and so i would think like you know for mega man 3 if i was going to design a box and wanted to get the impact across of like oh we should have rush on there gamma's a really opportunity to have a gigantic robot on the cover gemini man's an interesting boss because he splits in two Mm -hmm. snake man's an interesting visual so let's have a scene with them and like you know something's going on there for like Mega Man 5, it's like, oh, Gravity Man should be flipping gravity while the Proto Man imposter is flying at them and one of them upside down because of gravity. So I worked with the artist and eh, it's like it's like this! And then I play with toys and like act it out and he's like, <laughs> like please stop it. Uh, but no, then from those came those pieces of art. Um, those have been put up on Facebook. Uh, the Mega Man Facebook. If only this kind of wheelhouse existed in 1987. Mm, I think... Uh, they didn't have a community team back then. There might have just been water here back then. I know. <laughs> yeah. None of that here now. I think 3DO was around here at some point in the same park that oh, we're man. in now. Really? Yeah, like in the early 90s. We have some staff who worked on 3DO. Yeah, I think uh, I think some of them were here. Man. Like in the same business park. Crazy. A lot of, a lot of game history here. A lot of history. In uh, California. Such as... <laughs> and the EA... Devil May Cry news, uh, 4SE, just another reminder, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition is out. It's been out for a while. Have you bought yours yet? It's only 25 bucks, and it's awesome, so please buy the game. <laughs> we like it very much. Uh, meanwhile, we're still running our style tournament. This has been going on for several weeks now, but uh, basically we're doing one round, which is a week long, per character, and there's five playable characters, which is another reason you should buy it. <laughs> so we're right in the middle of Virgil round right now. If uh, you fancy fancy yourself a strong Virgil player, you may want to enter. There's a chance to win some cool prizes. Uh, or you can just tune in, watch the clips, vote for your favorite clips, and determine the fate 
of a random individual. <laughs> and there's also a PSN franchise-wide sale going on right now. If you live in North America, uh, it's a good chance to catch up on any gaps you may have in your knowledge of the franchise. The entire franchise, including DMC, Devil May Cry, they're all on sale. Uh, most of the DLC is also on sale. So That sale run through the weekend? Runs or? through the weekend into... Uh, the following week. Oh, so well. you've got a few days. Uh, there you go. Buy some Devil May Cry games. Is there a random like Dino Crisis Two? Is ninety nine cents? <laughs> like there's always a. <laughs> Actually, random. that was on sale a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, I feel like there's like that that PS One Classics catalog is like there's like oh hey uh, all the RE stuffs on sale. Also, uh, Mega Man Ten is in your <laughs> corner. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, there were some big uh, Capcom sales, especially retro stuff like Strider Two was on sale. Mega Man Eight was on sale recently. But that's all behind us now. Yeah. It's too late. Mm-hmm. And then Monster Hunter, I don't <laughs> Yuri's not here today, so we don't have... But uh, we have another contest. Yes. Uh, I don't remember the deadline off the top of my that head. Is, are we talking about the uh, weapon contest? Yeah. That is officially over, yeah, it's actually. Over. It's over thir- last Thursday at midnight. We're in the judging phase. So, yeah, we're judging now. You'll want to stay tuned in the near future for the winner. Uh, but also, if you're playing for Ultimate, the free LC for August is out. So uh, make sure to mm. uh, fire up your 3DS, download all that free stuff, and you can check out uh, the blog to see what is included this month. Anyway, we probably did this in the wrong order because really I wanted to talk about Mega Man today. You know, because that collection is uh, impending, I feel like it's a good time to just uh, share our love for Mega Man. It's been a while since we've. Had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do that at least since May. <laughs> it's been at least three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, we've worked with in a way on the Mega May idea for the last couple of years mm-hmm. for a virtual console, and we had Magogist. Magogist last, last year, year, which I guess we're doing again in that the collection is out. Ah, and it, yeah, Magogist. And man. we also had like every PSN game on sale. Yep. Uh, so Mega May, Magogist, and then December is the birthday. So uh, Magimber, we'll have Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Take some time off in December. How's that? Yeah, that um, but then I think the last time we like did an episode about Mega Man was uh, 2012, before we took that that brief one year break mm-hmm. from the podcast. It was it was and, two years, <laughs> and, it, and it was like the, it was the 25th anniversary. So we uh, like we played some clips from a Captain N episode that was about Mega Man's birthday, and he didn't want any of your crappy presents, uh, <laughs> but. Um, God. But yeah, this is a collection of... It's one thing for, like, a piece of art to be off-model, but, like, a <laughs> recurring, like, character with dialogue who's, like, part of a main character lineup of an ongoing series. Who's green, smokes nine packs a day, <laughs> has a gun embedded in his wrist, and... <laughs> but then, man, when they introduce the Game Boy as his own character, who's not even, like, a subtle, like, oh, someone should use the Game Boy in, the, in this episode. No, no. The Game Boy is sentient <laughs> and is a recurring character and has his own motivations. Uh, anyway, Mega Man. That's up there with your idea to turn the, the Yashichi into a talking character. Oh, yeah, we want to make him Australian. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the Capcom Yashichi. <laughs> you day. may remember me. Uh, all right. We'll have to talk to licensees about that. <laughs> But I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Just have him like <laughs> obnoxious infomercial voice on all of our trailers. I picture him just like bouncing around the screen yeah. like the Microsoft Word paper clip. Clippy. 
Man, do they own Clippy? Those giving you tips. Does Disney lock that stuff down? Man, Clippy. Anyway, so we've, we got, this, about we've got this Mega Man collection <laughs> coming out. And uh, it's really cool. I think it's it's kind of a different kind of project for us, you know. And it's something that I've seen emerging more and more lately is these sort of preservationist, uh, like, uh, this preservation angle. You know, like we talked about that vinyl album, Street Fighter Two that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was another thing that I can't think of right now, but take my word for it. Well, like Rare Replay came out. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they did their soundtracks with IM8-Bit for Banjo-Kazooie, Battletoads, mm-hmm. Perfect Dark. I ordered the Battletoads one. Oh, man. David Wise. So good, slick. Good stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've been working with Digital Eclipse, and they've got this whole, you know, mission statement. They want to be the Criterion Collection of Vigi Games. I like the Criterion Collection. It's, like, all I buy anymore. But, What's uh, the last movie you bought in the Criterion Collection, Greg? It was, jeez, uh, oh the last one was, um, wait, I'll think of it. It was... Baby's Day Out. Remember, yeah. Dunkston checks in. Home Alone 3, <laughs> actually. Really? The third one? It went straight to Criterion. <laughs> 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 they don't even know what they're preserving. It was only that. <laughs> uh, it was... I don't know the last one. I, I buy so many, but... Uh, what was the first one? It was... <laughs> God, anything. <laughs> Relate to me, Greg. Uh, I'll give you the second to last Fine. one, which was House, the 1977 wow. Japanese oh. psychedelic horror film. It's great. Oh, that's not what I thought. Everybody watch House. My favorite's Mega Man 2. <laughs> but that's basically <laughs> where what this is, though, is they they're the criterion of uh, games. They're they're they have an almost psychotic level of dedication to keeping these faithful to the original uh, titles. And um, you know, we've been talking a lot with Frank Cifaldi, who's kind of the creative lead on the project, and uh, you know just really playing up that message that that you know. They want to keep these games uh, as they were, as close to that as possible, and in people's hands, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite some time since these games came out originally, or even since the anniversary collection, uh, which people bring up quite a bit uh, since that came out. But it's like, uh, that's all well and good for me if I just want to, you know, plow through one of the old Mega Man games. But, like, if if you don't have that, and you're trying to get into it now, if you want to play these games now, uh, this, I mean, first of all, this collection is just a much more faithful, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, recreation? Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, those were really leaning on, like, the PS1 versions, and had, like, this extra HUD over it with the Navi stuff, and, I mean, it was also still There's made, <laughs> it was also still made in a time of standard def TVs, and, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat where, like, I have that collection and I still have the carts and my NES hooked up and, yeah. and, and, and I can go on and on. But, like, you know, I pl- plug the TV in or I've been playing so much of a legacy collection for work that I would go home at night and I'm like, man, I actually still feel like playing Mega Man 2 again because uh, we're going to go. We took it out on a couple streams last week. We went over to <coughs> IGN and GameSpot and Polygon and kind of funny uh, Games Radar and we took it out there. And, and I was like, I just want to, like, place a little bit through two and i mean it's still a phenomenal game in every respect but you know i'm playing it on a device that was built in the 80s meant for tube tvs <laughs> and i'm playing it on an hd tv that's just not doing that picture justice but uh th- this is 
it, it also gets away from uh, you know here's like the anniversary collection was one through eight, and and that comes up a lot where you know why does this one have those games and. We've mentioned this before, and, and I do agree, like, from a pure numbers standpoint, um, both literally and as a as in, the, as in the game 7 and 8 and also as just a point. Mm-hmm. But uh, the technology that Digital Eclipse made, uh, their, their Eclipse engine was, was, you know, tuned for 8-bit uh, technology in games. So it's it just that doesn't include 7, and which is 16-bit, and 8, which gets into the Saturn PS1 era. And to – well, one, they that's, that's what they – the technology they've developed because that's the era they're really focusing on, uh, you know, archiving and preserving mm-hmm. and bringing up to this 1080p HD era, mm-hmm. um, which we also understand the inherent, like, irony or silliness behind 1080p 8-bit graphics. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to magically look, quote-unquote, better. It's just the crispness of that image is, is something that when you play an NES on a TV, it's like that's something you just don't have. Um but that that gets that's to why seven and eight aren't there. Like those are like just it's a different thing, and they really wanted to focus on, uh, and what we wanted to do too was like this the specific era and include all these art and the flyers from the late eighties, early nineties that really put you in that, that that zone of like if you were a kid then or if you weren't alive, you can you can uh, you can get a, a sense <laughs> of context. Be, uh, a, a good case for a lot of people. Yeah, that for are a lot of people, mm-hmm. and a lot of those people who if you weren't alive for them their original release then you might have been too young to really get what was going on like, in the anniversary collection. Yeah, a weird thing that just occurred to me is, like, if you were born when the anniversary came collection came out, you're older than I was when I first played, like, any of these yeah. games. No, that's the other thing, is the anniversary collection, if if someone started kindergarten, you'd almost be graduating high school by, by now. Like, that's how much time has passed since the last collection. And that's another reason to get this out and, and preserve this specific time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that said, I actually really love 7. I think it's a really underrated uh, game in the Mega Man series. But, you know, they didn't have a 16-bit equivalent that works with Super NES or Super Famicom code or assets. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what they that's not what they had. Um, so that, that that's – I still understand all, all the comments about, like, what, where 7 and 8. But, you know, for fourteen ninety nine, you're getting these six games with this, you know, restoration angle and a preservation angle. And if you want a disc, there's still a, a twenty nine ninety nine disc coming as well. But. all these games back in 2012 as well we've played through each one uh on a live stream and uh but it, again now that that's been three years <laughs> and behold, um it's been another great opportunity to sort of re- revisit the series and really uh look at it closely and see you know ju- just how brilliant and ahead of its time it was and just how fun it is you know even now and um we've been doing these uh daily robot master blogs just sort of the robot master list. I think that is uh, subtly brilliant as a name. I want you to know that. It was your idea, right? I don't know. It was. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's up there with Noah's Arcade. Yeah. It's good. For some reason, playing Sonic One footage in the background, which even come up as with an 11-year-old, I'm like, that's not correct. <laughs> Sonic One's not an arcade game. <laughs> we should come up with a uh, robot master list rap. 
Uh, what? But uh, like the Noah's Arcade rap. Oh right. Remember that with uh, Brian Doyle Murray. Well, I'm Greg Amand, and I'm here to say I love Robot Masters in a major way. That'll do. There you go. Is that the Noah's Arcade rap? Probably. <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> and I'll plow your cow if you have one. <laughs> this is going way off the rails. Remember Wayne's World Kids? <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been doing for like the last minute. <laughs> and I just threw in a Simpsons bit. But uh, yeah, you know, like it's so funny with the the Mega Man uh, series. Like they, it went on so long that you you can see how like the Robot Masters they started off as these very practical. Uh, concepts like oh yeah they're all industrial robots that yeah. were hijacked for evil but then they had to you know keep it going for so long got to think of eight of these things at least every time yeah like, taking fan submissions in japan that was a big angle but nonetheless like yeah you true. still have to work within these constraints of like well it needs to make sense as something that we could design a level around mm-hmm. that we could design a weapon around that doesn't repeat a thing we've done even though we've done four or five certain elemental bosses over and over <laughs> but uh, as long as there's a twist on it, that's all good. But mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, you know, I remember uh, as a kid seeing uh, Mega Man when Mega Man Four was out and seeing Pharaoh Man. That was the point for me. I was like, really? Yeah, I guess yeah. still. That was the same. Yeah, for me, like that was the first one because even with three, it was like Snake Man. I somehow just rolled with. I was like, okay, even though he's an animal reptile man, uh-huh. like a robot based on a reptile who is still humanoid and shoots smaller snakes at you. <laughs> this is so much money you've spent into this project. <laughs> to do what? Um, actually, his yeah. purpose is to explore lunar surfaces, by the way. Because the plot of oh, Mega really? Man 3 is they're trying to find space parts to build Gamma, the peacekeeping robot. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Who will <laughs> then naturally uh, turn on you. Uh-huh. Because Dr. Wily is going to sit in a cockpit, strangely shaped and sized just like Dr. Wily. Uh-huh. Um, Shouldn't have put that in there. It's a bad idea. But uh, but yeah, e- even then I was like, all right, this is all fine. But yeah, Pharaoh Man was the first one where I was like, what? what yeah, it? it's just a. I mean, like Snake Man is still like a clean like it, like kind of jumps to mind as like a like an enemy at least. Like oh, he's a snake. They're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ancient king, nature's demons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, like a pharaoh is just—it just seems so specific and <laughs> impractical, and it just felt like this jumping the shark moment. And now looking back, first of all, Mega Man Four, and we'll get into this, but uh, Mega Man Four is my favorite one. Uh, but also, I think Pharaoh Man is a pretty strong enemy design. He's <laughs> just like a cool-looking boss. Um, I don't know why you would need to make him look like a pharaoh if his purpose is to excavate pyramids. Like, they're going to let him in? Like, I oh, idea. it's a pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea that there are so, in this world, uh, there are still so many, like, unexplored tombs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, rather than build technology that is suited specifically for, like, excavating, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, instead, I want to build a robot that, like, walks around and still would have all the same troubles of <laughs> navigating a hazardous environment. Yeah, yeah, he's still as a just a human. Like, what's the difference? He's just—he's a humanoid robot. One of them costs a trillion dollars. <laughs> That's the difference. They slap a GoPro into his hat or something. Arrow <laughs> <laughs> man, you're breaking up. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gives a. He can also, I guess, give guided tours of the the t- tombs. In the uh, in the comic, he's like a museum That's guide great. or That's something. That's fine. I can definitely see the the the, the desire as a creator to want to theme the robot 
after the thing. Like I, oh yeah. I think if we ever get to that point in real life, like w- people will totally do that. Like they'll start theming their creations after. Like if we had a robot servant that was museum based, he would be a C three PO looking thing. And mm-hmm. then if we had a robot that is going to help you pick out a car on the lot, he's going to you know be a little different. Nitro man. Nitro man. He's going to turn into <laughs> a motorcycle. Man, that'd be cool. And I hope I'm alive for that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> 20XX, we still got time. Oh, uh, yeah, we're there. Could be today. We'd uh, open it up to a bit of healthy debate, some cool-headed discussion. We we talked about this a little bit. If if anyone out there listened to our uh, Retronauts appearance uh, some weeks back with uh, Jeremy and Bob, but um, just uh, looking back now and having uh, had a had a sort of unbiased or maybe biased, but you know, uh, as uh, objective as possible, uh, look at all of the titles all at once. Um, I think you kind of rethink a little bit, like, uh, what the strengths and weaknesses of the series are. Mm -hmm. I know that it happened to me where, like, I just kind of accepted that 2 was my favorite for years. Right. Uh, But now I disagree with the old me. So. How dare you had done that? I had, yes. But looking at it now, I'm going to make a bold assertion that 4 is the the strongest one in the series. And uh, that's fine. Oh. <laughs> Podcast uh, over. Yeah, Why? Why is it the best? <laughs> uh, well, is this your usual like? You're not uh, going to get off the hook that easily. Like, oh, I can farm you tanks. This How does is, that make it the best? This though? is my this is my men have needs speech. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> uh, well, that's part of it. I mean, I, my thing is that I think that there are moments uh, in the earlier ones that uh, strike me now as. Uh, not as balanced in terms of difficulty. There are parts where it just becomes too much of a war of attrition or, oh, I messed up once, so now I have to, like, pay this huge price. I have to farm for weapon energy or, you know, like, you know, I need item two to get through this part, uh, but I tried to use it once and failed, so now Mm -hmm. I have to shoot these little robots for, like, ten minutes. (laughs) Not to well, talk you, know, you out of buying this car. Or, you know, 25 <laughs> seconds. I 20 mean, or it, whatever. It could be a little less than 10 well, minutes. there's I mean. luck involved. <laughs> but uh, with 4, yes, you can. So 4 is when uh, you they let you carry your E-tanks over after you get a game over, which you will be getting, uh, unless you're really good at games. But uh, you used to lose all your E-tanks, which are there as a crutch anyway, you know. So it's like if you're getting games over... Uh, you're probably in need of E-tanks. So it's nice, and it also means that you can accrue the same ones repeatedly. Well, you should have been using those E-tanks to not die in the first place. Well, but maybe I didn't know that. Maybe I didn't know I was going to die. Well, if you died the first time, it's like, okay, well, that thing killed me, and now I need to be more mindful of my energy since I have E-tanks. But what if you die at three different points and then... You know, then you die at one point and then learn from it and get past it and die at another point and learn then from it. Then that has become the slowest slog 
<laughs> of just like, well, with nine E-Tanks, I will now get through all these stages. I just think it's a it's a it's a nice little tweak where they they it seemed like a thoughtful concession. I'm not disagreeing with the tweak, but how does that make it the best? Well, that's part of the right. the whole. Okay. okay. Also, and I don't know if this is confirmable. Maybe uh, maybe someone from Eclipse knows, but uh, uh, it seems to me that the drop rate for better items is higher. You know, more life ups, more big. Uh, power ups as opposed to the little ones. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about the math uh, RNG behind all that. So. I don't know either, but it's, it felt that way to me. Maybe I've just been, maybe it's just me being lucky when I play four as opposed to when I play the other ones. The other one I know four that I, is a lucky number. That I feel like uh, like five is generous with one ups. Like I think it's an it's known for mm-hmm. dropping one ups more frequently. So my my issue my main issue with four that uh-huh. I had as a as a kid. Uh-huh. And carry with me to this day uh-huh. is the the introduction of the charging buster, which to me is like one of the bigger notes mm-hmm. of four. Mm-hmm. It messes with the density of all the enemies such that I feel like there's fewer and I don't know if this is definitively true, but it feels like more enemies take more shots because the existence of the buster means well now the enemies have to be stronger to accommodate for that extra ability. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of uh, the it places more emphasis on the need to know exactly when to be holding the charge and not. It's like this extra layer of like yeah. jump and shoot man is now jump and charge and shoot man. The I find that well, it does kind of make you OCD about charging. Like yeah. basically, the solution to that is to always be charging, right? Uh, except for specifics. But then points. I miss on the music, like because the hippo. It, it's taking over a layer of the audio. That's a fair point. And I'm missing some of this great music. Well, then what's your favorite? Uh, two, because I'm a lame Well, it is pretty good. <laughs> so my thing with two is is more, and I, I arrive back at this not because, like, two's the best at the end. It was like, uh-huh. you know, there's a big, you know, back and forth between two and three uh-huh. in a common discussion. And I, I definitely see that because two is like this thing that we shouldn't even have to go into why because it's, it's what it yeah. is. But then three is it takes what two did and then just adds a little bit more and starts this formula that arguably everything after three is just kind of, mimicking what three did yeah i guess that's true. I, I really i am partial to the dog rush it has yeah. dog has a name right? i just but he's such the name of hit recording artists rush but yeah but moving but pictures like, greg i yeah all right look <laughs> <laughs> two to me though feels uh like it's still like if you subtract nostalgia from it, which is very hard but sure uh it just feels a little rough still, and especially that one, like, the, the place that I always think of is the Wily Boss. That's just a bunch of circles on the wall. That is that is bad. Like, I say bad, and, like, it, it's bad, and, like, the first time you get to it, like, you're you're kind of stumped. So uh, yeah. it, it's kind of a brick wall that you just kind of have to, like, what? So for newcomers, like, at this point, I don't mind it all that much because, like, I know what to do, and it's well, just, it's like, like, i got to go through it, and at that's least fine. People new to it now... We're experiencing it for the first time in the collection. At least they have the internet. We had yeah, nothing. And, and I mean, yeah, the, no, the notoriety of that boss might have made it through the years such that uh, when you get there, it's not as big a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I like about 2 so much is it's the same thing, the reason why I like, say, Sly Cooper 1 or Tony Hawk 2 or maybe 3 mm. uh, is before it becomes the, the formula that's repeated over and over and, you know, refinements along the way. Mm. 
there's there's the game that nails the core essence of why this is fun, mm. and everything after that is like let's build on that. And that doesn't mean the ones after that are worse or or bad or maybe even not mechanically more sound or better, have better level design, and the technology gets better. So like the backgrounds in five and six are way more interesting. And mm. uh, but two, much like I feel like with Sly Cooper one and Tony Hawk two and other games that s- improve on something, but then mm-hmm. it's like it's like the, the 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 true core of why this thing is fun with no with no fat on it. Like nothing, nothing. There's nothing in two that I would actually take out. The turret boss is my least favorite part, but mm-hmm. like outside of that, everything is like never. There's never one moment where I'm like I am not having fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas three. I don't really feel uh, like it's dragging either, but it does. Like that's the one that kind of like those those extra four levels between Mega Man bosses and then the four Wily levels. Those kind of knowing that there's four more things is both cool, but then also like it just reminds me of how much I love going into the Wily stages of Mega Man Two again. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because like again, like Sly Cooper One is like this is this really fun thing, and Two is like, well, what if we blew it up to? Even more, and it's like this is still fun. Yeah. But now I'm like, I, I feel like I'm doing more stuff to. It's basically yeah. You're basically saying the same thing that Tom Pone said in his Ooh, interview, hey. which again I can't stress enough how yeah important I think that interview is. Everybody should watch that. It's still on the Capcom Unity YouTube channel. It's it's broken up into a bunch of parts, but they're very cool. Uh, yeah, there's subtitles you can click on, but uh, it's he's one of the original devs, and uh, he has all sorts of insight. It's on called that. like Interview with a Capcom Legend. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we want to open it up to you guys. Let us know in the comments what. Oh, you're not even asking me what my favorite Mega Man game is. I didn't is. know. Oh, oh I, I just, didn't. Uh, I didn't think you. No, I, I had it in you. I just feel oh. left out now. Well, okay. Well, let's pretend for a hot second that I've played every Mega Man game. All right. In its entirety. Don't say seven, eight, nine, or ten. X. I oh like, I oh like man. X. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I just really enjoyed that game a lot. It's so. uh, it's definitely a high point for the IP overall, and I think it. You know, it basically t- is the same, you know, design philosophy as the classic games uh, where they sort of subtly teach you through the gameplay how to play. Um, but it's not in this collection. Different game. Yeah. Different time period. Still but good. phenomenal game. Really good. I also love the robot or the, the Maverick naming conventions yeah. in uh, the X series. They just got <laughs> Volt Catfish. Volt Catfish. That's a good one. <laughs> but we wanted to put it up to you guys yeah. uh, listening. What is your favorite Mega Man? Particularly uh, of the original six, but you know, generally. Yeah, sorry, I, I had to. I had to stretch it a no, little bit. No worries. Oh, it's all good because yeah. some people have, their, well, one of their favorites wouldn't that's even be the thing. There. Is there's so many different entry points for Mega yeah. Man? It's it's done so much over a really long time, so it's inevitable. But, uh, you know, focusing on the classic series this week, since that's uh, where we are right now, mm-hmm. uh, let us know what do you think is the strongest one, and uh, show your work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you.